Good morning and welcome to Friday. Yeah, we finally got here. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. And our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. Of course, the physical delivery of wealth insurance, gold and silver. Uh, the only thing that's been money for thousands of years, yes, something you can feel, something you can touch, something that can't be created uh, on a keyboard somewhere. Uh, you don't have to worry about it restating earnings or uh, having affairs with uh, employees or any of that other stuff. Just give us a call and do it today. Uh, I'm joined, like I am on most days, uh, with my partner, Jason Walker. Uh, he runs the Colorado office, runs the radio station up there. Jason, good morning. And uh, I hear, is, the, is it getting a little warmer up there yet? I don't know, Jack. What does the uh, temperature say right there, Jack? Oh, he's not listening. I think it was around zero today. You can see the temperature. I don't right mean there. to laugh. I, I mean, I really don't. I, I listen. I grew up in Syracuse, uh, so I know all about the cold and the snow. And I've traded that life in for uh, you know, uh, blowing sunshine here uh, in the Valley of the Sun. We got the man. We had Barrett Jackson was here last week. Uh, we really didn't talk about that. We've got uh, the uh, the Phoenix. Open uh, is coming. Uh, we got, of course, the Super Bowl next year. Actually, the Super Bowl is going to be here in Arizona next year. So uh, we got a lot going on. And speaking of a lot going on, the markets are going absolutely crazy this morning. We got government jobs numbers, which you know, on the on the on the outset of it, good number. Really good number. Uh, Wall Street hated it. Uh, and we'll, we'll talk about why. Uh, we got gold up, silver up, crude oil. Uh, we, we've been telling you about crude oil. Uh, you let, yesterday after we got off the air, uh, crude oil broke 90. Uh, there was uh, today, by the way, uh, crude oil 92.50. It uh, again... $100 were going well past that. Uh, you need to be prepared for it. Uh, there was a, a ship in Nigeria uh, that was loading, we believe, loading crude oil on it that caught fire and blew up. Uh, don't know if it's, right now I'm going to assume, I want to believe anyway, that it wasn't terrorism. That would be even worse for the markets. Uh, but it was pretty clear. It looks like the ship was going to sink. And, and, and any little disruption, cold weather here in the U.S., is really uh, putting uh, a lot of pressure on oil. Uh, unleaded gasoline went up again two straight days in a row here uh, in Phoenix now. $2.80 uh, right now. And, and, and uh, maybe if you went to Costco or something like that, it's a little less. Up near my house, uh, it, it, we're talking four twenty-five dollars uh, for a gallon of gas and and. 
Get ready to pay a lot more than that, Jason, because inflation is coming, and and it's not because, uh, well, we don't, we'll tell you about all the shortages, right? There's no inventory of everything. It's really because, Jason, they went on, they, they got the printing presses, they were running them day and night, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and they were doing a lot of this in the dark, without anybody shining any light, don't look here, we're not going to tell you about it, shh. Right, because already we, the 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 money you knew we printed was already a lot, but we found out, especially this week, we found out so much information. It's so much worse than what they really told us. Yeah, they turned it on in 2019, and it looks like it's never going to stop now until the whole thing breaks, Joe, or or the the yeah. reset, right? And, and how much they did the last crisis, we're just learning. This thing went for years after the quote-unquote crisis was over, after Janet Yellen said, Oh, yeah, we did it. We're going back to normal. We're, the normal that they're talking about is not the normal we're thinking about. And, and again, it just really was so when Jay Powell was out there saying there was no inflation, which he did for like six months. Then for almost a year, he was saying, it's just transitory inflation. Now that we know what we know today, that was just bald-faced lying. At, at, at best case, at best case, he was just hoping and praying that somehow uh, that that this would turn out to be true. But here's the realities. They've known what they've done. They've been knowing what they've done. Uh, news out of the Boston Federal Reserve yesterday. This was huge. Uh, of course, what's in Boston? Oh, yeah. There's that place called MIT. Remember, we talk about the Federal Reserve, and they have what we call the MIT Mafia that works with inside the Federal Reserve, all the great computer geeks and all that. So listen, brilliant people. They have developed so much more on the digital currency than they ever told ever came close to telling us about apparently over at the boston federal reserve jason uh they've been testing digital currencies and they've been doing it for quite a while and they're saying that according to what i'm reading here uh that they have been running tests where they have been handling payments and settlements of over 1.7 million transactions per second. Yeah. Get ready. Your wealth is getting ready to be stolen from you. Pizza Radio News Hour. We'll be back with the jobs numbers, and we're going to go back and revisit what's going to happen with the banking industry because our lead says I haven't explained it well enough. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. Listen, be ready. Just start dialing now. This is, this is way worse, uh, than, than I, than I imagined it could possibly be. Uh, and I, why should I even be surprised? Of course, uh, MIT, the Boston Fed, uh, let, let me just tell you what the, what they said. They said on Thursday, Yesterday, this came out yesterday afternoon, that they had solved the technical challenges that they would need to meet to roll this thing out. They say that they've designed a system that can set, can settle 
pretty much all the transactions within the United States in less than two seconds. They say that they can handle, as I said, over 1.7 million transactions per second, operate around the clock, and apparently they can do this with no service outages. That's the claim uh, being made by the Boston Federal Reserve with the help of MIT. Uh, and, and, of course, don't worry, uh, they're, they're not doing this. This isn't what's going to happen. It's exactly what's going to happen. Now, I'm going to put that on the shelf for a minute because we got to talk about the jobs number today. 467,000 jobs created. Uh, that was, now they have 78 different, you know, Goldman Sachs, B of A, J, uh, JP Morgan, everybody and their grandmother gives an estimate for jobs. Uh, 78 in total. Uh, that was more than double what the highest number on the estimates was. Matter of fact, the lowest number, Goldman Sachs, had minus 250,000 jobs, plus 467 today. That was a great number. It really was. I was like, wow. And Wall Street, now, uh, we had earnings from Amazon after the bell yesterday. So after stocks closed, you know, the Dow was down over 500 points, and NASDAQ was down 500 points because how bad Facebook was. Amazon was really good. It was a good, good number. Of course, Amazon's putting all these small businesses out of business. Uh, but but a really good number. I mean, we should have had a rally today. Uh, the Dow was down and down big again today. Because this number, that's just way too hot. That means inflation's going to be terrible, right? The, the Fed's going to, all their worst fears. Because, you know, Wall Street still believes, don't worry, the Fed's really not going to do anything. This number says, nope, they're going to have to do it. But here's what was interesting uh, on CNBC, you know, CNBC releases the numbers, the idiot box, and they had uh, the labor secretary, Marty Walshaw, and were questioning the numbers out of the Bureau of Labor Statistics with the labor secretary to the point the labor secretary had to repeat numerous times, oh, no, this number's credible, and we stand behind them. And here's what's what's really interesting, and I'll tell you, you know, because one of the advantages of me doing this show as long as I have, when I first started, when the when the government would give out this number, it's always the first Friday of every month, unless that Friday is like the first of the month, but the first Friday of the month, they always used to give the unadjusted number and then the seasonally adjusted number. Now, it just so happens to coincide when the Fed really turned on the printing presses during the financial crisis. All of a sudden, they stopped releasing the unadjusted numbers. Well, here's the great part. They still put a, they still have them Right, you you just need to go look for them, and that's where uh, zero hedge. Jason, listen to this number: the unadjusted number was a f- drop 
of 2.8 million jobs. That's pretty big. <laughs> That's a big number, Joe. <laughs> so unadjusted job losses, uh, 2.8 million. But wait, but wait, 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 Three million jobs that they created out of out of thin air because it was interesting in that report uh, the unemployment rate actually went up, which was really kind of interesting. And now I guess uh, I I think we understand why that is, Jason. Yeah, Joe, I I've been saying it for a couple of months now, especially this year that it just seems like things are. Things are just slowing down. It seems like people have less and less money. All the freebies from 2020 and 2021 seem to be running out. You know, Joe, I, I, you're seeing the highest credit cards uh, levels in, in, you know, recorded. And, uh, you know, you remember that uh, that little newsletter, we uh, that little advertising newsletter we uh, had a story in uh, here locally, uh, her 16-page her uh Advertising newsletter for the, the local area, Joe. That's uh, that was eight pages this 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 month. I mean, yeah, and I, I believe that. Uh, and again, uh, remember ADP uh, on Wednesday. We're talking about private jobs, private sector jobs were down hundreds of thousands, and small business uh, being the main culprit. Uh, like I do every day, I got to throw this out there: Clorox, uh, the latest company to announce. Yep, get ready. Uh, more price increase. And of course, they've been raising prices all along, but, uh, bleach, wipes, surface cleaners, uh, citing inflationary headwinds, uh, driving cost pressures will continue throughout fiscal year 2022. Uh, so Clark's just the latest. This isn't transitory. We haven't seen the last of it. This thing is still uh, skyrocketing here, and Clorox said uh, the exact same thing uh, that everybody else is saying that uh, that they're uh, raising cost, and well, they're raising prices, slashing cost, uh, and actually hinted at trying to reduce labor cost. And again, this is something we've slowly been starting to hear this, haven't we, Jason? Over the last two and three weeks now. Companies talking layoffs, not talking about, hey, we need all this help. Yeah, that's right, Joe. That's 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 exactly right. So so companies that uh, the the money's not flowing freely as it was, uh, like I said, the last two years uh, after uh, you know all that free stimulus showed up, uh, they're looking around as the price of everything's going up. It's like, well, where can we cut? You know, that's what businesses do. What where can we cut the expense? It's like, well, what if we shortened our business day and got rid of some people? That would that would be the easiest way, and and that's what let they me, do. Let me let me let uh, me let me explain it to you people simply. They didn't have to lay off people last year because they kept raising prices, and we kept buying. With places like Peloton, P and G, Clorox, right? All of these places that are raising, they're already no. Oh, hey, sales are slowing down. Cost. Are still skyrocketing. We got, we've got to raise prices even more. Even though people are already buying less. And again, this is to the stagflation, uh, that I've been warning you about. Now they have no choice. Well, I mean, 
hey, if it's going to cost us the X amount more to make it, and we've got to raise prices, which means that we're going to lay people off because there's no other way for us to keep uh, our prices, trying to keep them as low as they can to allow you to still buy for them. And again, the only way this thing really comes, the only way to end inflation, and again, now that we know what we know, is to destroy the economy and why they're rushing for this digital currency. So let's go back to a few days ago. We were talking about banks and what uh, Dodd-Frank really says. And it's very important to realize uh, the these banks are nowhere close to safe. And what I mean by this is not only, you know, just think about the original too big to fail. Well, right there it says, okay, well, let's make them smaller. They didn't do that. They've made them even bigger. The systemic risk, in other words, if one bank has a problem, they all have a problem, still exist. Uh, the agency that they created in Dodd-Frank to warn came out in July of last year and said, we're right back where we were right before the financial crisis, but we're not going to name names. Now, they did say there was one big difference. Instead of it being stuck with all the reinsurers and reinsurers, they got Wall Street companies to buy it all, all these derivatives that don't trade. And think about the bubble, right? We talk about the debt bubble. How does it work? Well, the prices have to keep rising for this thing to stay together. When the prices stop rising and start falling, the underlying asset, these underlying derivatives go bust. And when that happens, when the bank has to mark to market them, all of a sudden they're in, they're in, they're essentially insolvent overnight because it's not like they've got billions of dollars of this stuff. It's hundreds of trillions, it, it, and so uh, just a just a an adjustment of of three, four, five percent wipes them out. We're not talking about ten, twenty, or thirty percent. We're talking three, four, or five percent wipes them out. And we we found out, didn't we, Jason, this week? How much money the Fed has been dumping into the derivatives market just in the last couple of years again? Yeah, exactly, Joe. And, and really, what you're talking about is is a thinning of the herd sort of situation. Because if, if everything, you know, the theory is if everything grows and, and gets more expensive at, at a similar rate, the system will just continue to exponentially grow. You know, hey, you have trillions today; it'll be quadrillions tomorrow, and everyone will be happy. But what happens? Is you thin the herd? You know, if somebody can't grow exponentially with your system, well, they just get eliminated out of the system. And like you said, you know, twenty thousand banks a couple of decades ago, we'll be down to maybe a hundred or five hundred banks here shortly. Yeah, when, or when all, yeah we're already down below five thousand. Exactly. So, so that's where we're headed. We're headed like I've said many times: the middle class and the business class is being eviscerated because we can't go up exponentially at the rate that these big mega corporations can, Joe. We, we can't do it. We can't go where the central banks can go, so they're going to thin us out. And we'll all, you know, like I said, you're going to be in one or two of two categories. You're going to be a lord or you're going to be a peasant. That is it. This well, let, let, yeah, let, let's use Amazon as an example. Great earnings. Oh, by the way, Amazon Prime, we're going to jack that up another 20 bucks. 
but you just reported billions of dollars. Well, we need more, right? Hey, we're going to pay everybody 15 16 18 20 25 an hour, right? They can absorb that stuff. Well, it wipes out millions of small businesses, uh, as Jason said, because you can't grow. But going back to these banks, you may not understand what I just talked about in derivatives and all this stuff, uh, but it, uh, but you, you know, okay, I know these numbers exist. What does it mean for me? When we get back, I'm going to take another shot at this. Uh, we're going to use uh, an example. We used it uh, on the half-empty cup a few days ago. Uh, I'm going to try to my best to explain it very simply for everybody out there uh, with the money in the bank. Listen, this thing's coming. It's coming like a freight train. Uh, and all of a sudden, especially, again, how many, we got so many pieces of the puzzle this week. Uh, the news out of the Boston Federal Reserve, uh, with MIT, we knew MIT was helping them work on this. They pretty much announced yesterday, all the bugs are, we, we've got it all worked out. We're, it's ready. It's ready now. Which means what? Okay. Whenever we're ready, we can just flip the switch. We're going to talk about that when we return. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour, uh, Joe Jaquin, Jason Walker. And uh, we're, we're, we're talking about what all of this means for our bank accounts. And again, uh, news yesterday uh, that apparently, according to the Boston uh, Federal Reserve and MIT, they have resolved the last of these technical issues for a digital currency that they can do uh, almost 2 million transactions per second uh, that they can solve or they can complete all transactions necessary within 2 seconds and that they figured out how that, at least according to them, that they're going to be able to operate 24-7, seven days a week, uninterrupted. Okay, so uh, we don't have that. Now, every once in a while, you'll see, you know, the credit cards at places will go down. It happens. Uh, but they're saying this won't happen. So uh, very, very much tells you how much they've been really working on this. And so we started talking, going back to Dodd-Frank, uh, going back to what we learned through Freedom of Information Act request about the watchdog agency saying this derivatives problem, it's all back again. I'm anticipating a major recession either late this year, early next year. And I don't care what the Fed does. They're going to try to raise rates, then they're going to reverse course. It's not going to save it which means we're going to have derivatives blowing up again, period. Because we didn't let them reset. We tried to, you know, extend the game because they weren't ready with the digital money. But they did. Here's what they got with the first one. They got the laws changed, the rules changed. And we all voted. We all wanted it to. How bad were we about these bailouts? We were so upset that the billionaires, as we view them, the rich bankers, got saved. 
That's not going to be the case this time around. Uh, Jason and I have been telling you that we think there's maybe going to be 50 to 100 of these banks, but they're not going to be banks as you know it. The banks, this is just what I'm, I believe is going to happen. Your deposits will now be at the Federal Reserve and not at a bank. You'll just use banks to get car loans, home loans, credit cards, stuff like that. But let's talk about the money in the bank. I think the one thing that everybody understands, and this is obvious, if you have more than $250,000 in any one bank, notice how I said more than $250,000 in any one bank, not one account, one bank. So add up all your accounts. If you got three or four accounts at Bank of America, they're going to add them all together. Got to have less than 250. Anything over 250, legally, you're not going to get it. Because it's like I said, when you put the bank in the money, it's not your money. That's part of the thing of banking law. Well, as a matter of fact, that law was established before the United States was even a country. Hey, Joe, I wouldn't have 250 in any one bank account anywhere. <laughs> I wouldn't do that to even, I wouldn't have 100,000 in, in a bank yeah, account. Yeah, if nothing else, right, but if nothing else, if you have that, please fix that. Take take money out and put it into another instance. To Jason's point, I would have, I, I have enough money in my bank account to pay my bills. I don't leave extra in there. Let's talk about the extra. See, what they know. There's a lot of people have, let's pick a number, $110,000 in their bank account. Month after month after month after month. I've worked hard. I've saved it. I know people say I shouldn't do it, but I feel it makes me feel comfortable. When I look at my bank statement, I see $110,000. And I know Joe's telling me inflation and all that, but it still says 110000 every month. Now, I've, I've told you, 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 you poor people out there, you're fine, okay? At the end of the month, you got no money. When it goes to the Fed, you still got no money, right? They're going to set a number. I don't know what the number's going to be. They love $10,000 for some reason, right? Okay. Hey, you got more, uh, you got less than 10 grand. We switch over. You're fine. You're good. You're all right. You got 5,000 Federal Reserve credits, whatever they're going to call it. But it's for the people that have more than that. And they have more than that, and they have it over and over and over and over and over again. When they wrote Dodd-Frank, they made it very clear, part of the bail-in, one of the things that they can do is they can sit there and say, you know what, Mr. Schmuckatelli, every month you have this money in there. Matter of fact, according to our records, you've had over $100,000 in, uh, in our bank for the last five, ten years. Tell you what we're gonna do. You got 110. The first 10,000's free. Let's talk about this other 100,000. You obviously don't need it right now. 
But the bank has gotten under. The bank needs some money. Here's what we're going to do. Because we got it. We can't bail it out. So we got to bail it in. We're going to take, and they're going to come. I don't know what the number is going to be. They may say, we're going to take half of it, 50,000 of that hundred. And we're going to give you stock in this new bank. We'll let you have access to the other 50 in just for an emergency, right? You know. But we're not taking your money, but you just can't sell the stock and maybe down the road, two years, five years, ten years, you can sell that stock and get your $50,000 back. But this is how, how it's written. This is why I keep saying, don't leave a lot of extra money sitting in the bank. It's not, I don't, I don't think it's going to be tomorrow. But sometime within the next 9 to 18 months, and let's broad, there's a good chance this is exactly what's going to happen. And this is exactly what they're going to be able to do to bail in the banks. Because let's face it, these debts got to get paid. There is another way they can do it, Joe. They could uh, go to negative interest rates, and then they don't have to mess around with all that stuff. They can just set the rate to take what they need. You know, there is and that- this is the other thing we learned, right? Didn't we learn this one? We're going to talk about that one when we get back. Patriot Radio News Hour. Don't touch that dial. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Gold's up uh, three here right now, 1806. Uh, silver up about almost 10 cents or right under uh, 2250. Uh, the Dow is, is trying to, to, to gain back a little ground. I think after the news broke about the... Three million plus seasonal adjustment on the jobs number, uh, kind of maybe settled some things down a little bit. Crude oil, uh, almost to $93. Now, unleaded gas up another four cents. Get ready. Uh, but we're talking about banks. So right before the break, Jason talked about this negative, and I'll call it negative money in your bank account rate. Okay. Cause I want to make, some things clear. So the example I just gave before the break, that was what we knew how the system would work until the other day. When the Fed released its 35-page paper on the digital currency. And what they said was, hey, we can have a different rate. Once the Fed now will be in control of everyone's bank account. Okay, you won't go to your your uh, as a J.P. Morgan won't have your bank account. It'll be at the Federal Reserve now. So they can essentially run almost two different rates. Hey, we can have rates. For what we'll call the treasury markets, right? The 10-year note stuff. That's where your mortgages and your auto loans and all that stuff come. We can have a rate for that. And it was interesting how they very specifically said that we could have a negative rate for the bank account. To what Jason's point is, hey, we'll take the 250 
anything over the 250. There is a scenario where, hey, everybody else, you're, we're just gonna, your money's just gonna move over. They'll probably again still set a threshold. If you have less than $10,000 in the bank, you won't be affected. But anything over that, they could start assessing negative rates. In other words, hey, we're going to st- start at 5%. So you got 110000 right? Same example. First 10000 is free. This next, te- th- th- this next 100000 we're going to take $5,000 from you over the next year. So this time next year, your bank account, which was at a hundred and ten thousand, let's just say it's still there. But okay, here's ten thousand off. That that hundred thousand will now be ninety five. And they won't say take; they'll just say that's the nature of the of the interest. It's a fee, whatever. Yeah, they'll call it some type of fee, whatever it may be. Here's the problem that I see: is I don't know that they could have enough. Uh, uh, my guess is it may be a blended thing, right? Because the bail-in that's going to be needed, it, it, they can't go to the Treasury, well, at least in my mind they can't, and say, hey, we need $5 trillion. Because you got to remember, there's only $120, 130000000000 billion in the FDIC fund anyway. So it could be, you know, some form of a blended, but, but either way, the, the biggest two things we learned is how smart they really are. They say they've solved all their technical issues now. And coming to a world very soon, our money will be at the Fed. Uh, I guarantee you they'll have negative rates. That's going to be their new weapon. When they talk about new tools in the toolkit, they don't want you to save money. And if you do save it, they only want you to save it in one way. Save it in Wall Street. Now, Wall Street, listen, we haven't even talked about that. We know it's going to be rough. It's going to be a rough several years for Wall Street. Uh, I, I imagine significant decline. But that's where they want your money. They either want you to buy stock, they want you to buy bonds, they want you to buy houses, they want you to buy real estate, they want you to buy a business. They want that money out of your bank account, and they're going to get it, Jason, one way or another. Yeah, and I got two things. uh, The first thing is for a a model for a digital-only money. Well, I mean, stocks used to be used to have a paper certificate with your stocks. Well, the, the stock market is essentially a, a digital money system. Everything is digitized. You know, you, there's tens of thousands of stocks, and there's bill, you know millions or tens of millions of trades every year, whatever whatever the numbers are. And they've been fine tuning that digital stock market for a long time. They have a model for it. Number two, the the negative interest rates really is not really about you know, Joe in my mind about taking money out of people's accounts. It's about continuing the debt money system a little further by, hey, we have to print a bunch more now to kick the can down the road. The only way we really have a chance of kicking the can down the road is bringing the interest rates into negative, which we have to have a digital money, 
and then yeah, maybe we can uh, you know the, the collapse will be down another few years down the road. That's that's how I see negative interest rates playing out is a an opportunity whether it'll work or not, Joe, to continually to, you know, to print a whole bunch more money and push it down the road. Yeah, and, and, and we don't know how it will play, right? But if you think I'm lying about this, or you think ah you're you're wrong, let me give you a great example. Yesterday, uh, I had lent my car charger to a friend of mine on the we were golfing his phone was going to run out golf carts now you have believe it or not you can plug your phone into your golf cart uh so so i gave him my charger so yesterday i i went to walmart to buy an uh, a, a cell phone charger a seven dollar cell phone charger let me tell you my experience in there which just shows you this is what's going to happen we'll be right back Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Final segment for the day. By the way, U.S. twenty dollar gold pieces, two thousand sixty five, and buy as many as you can. Really, that simple. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. For you new listeners, you new people, you've never bought gold before. Next week, Jason and I will do uh, a, a newbie gold show uh, for everybody uh, as well. But in, some days, man, I hate the show's only an hour, and today's one of those days because there's so many things we need to talk about. By the way, gold's up five now, eighteen oh nine. Get ready. Uh, I think this is this is uh, we're, we're getting ready for the move uh, that we've been anticipating here. But you know, we're talking about my experience at Walmart. So I'm, I'm buying a $7 phone charger. And it, it's not very busy, you know, and it's a big Walmart. And I walk up to the front, and there's this one line where there's actually a physical cashier. And it's pretty long. I was like, wow, that's kind of interesting. And I'm like, the self-checkout lines, there's... You know, Walmart's got like 50 of them. They're, they're wide open. Uh, Walmart even now has gotten smart enough. They've got self-checkout with the, like, with the big conveyor belt. Where it used to be self-checkout was just for people with a couple of items. Walmart, not a year. You got a whole car full, come here. So I go, I'm like, oh, okay, well, great. I'm just going to go to the self-checkout. Scan it, boop. Hit the pay button. It's like, you know, $7 and whatever cents. And I'm trying to put my $20 bill into the cash thing. It won't take it. And I'm looking at the screen. And it's only giving me two options. Debit or credit. Now, it does say other. So I hit other. And then it says food stamp, you know, EBT. There is no way. And then I call the lady over. Oh, you can't pay cash here. You only can pay cash, and she points to the line where I would have to probably wait, I don't know, 20, you know, there's five, six people with full grocery carts. That's the only, that's the only lane in the entire Walmart that you can pay cash in. So, you know what I did, right? I threw my, I, I, I threw my, uh, phone charger on the counter, and I walked out. This is what's coming. That's why, this is why I'm telling you, this is why, it, the, digital currency is absolutely coming. You just have to look at Walmart and find it out, Jason. Guess what I would have done, Joe? <laughs> Being at Walmart, I would have went over to the section that has scissors, 
I would have cut the uh, barcode out, went up to her and said, here's the barcode, here's nine bucks, keep the change, and walked out with my uh, charger. That's that's what I would have done. As soon as the line Yeah, is, well, you know, line, you're, you're braver <laughs> than me, you know. Uh, hey, but you're not stealing. Go check it out. You're I'm not, telling you, you're not stealing if you leave the money there. So that's all I have to say. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Again, is it going to be tomorrow? No. Is it going to be soon? Yes. It's easy. You don't have to be that smart. You know it's a bubble. I know it's a bubble. Matter of fact, CNBC right now has a story about this mega mall company. Uh, it's called American Dream Mega Malls. They own malls. They just emptied out all of its reserves. They got $820 left after they finished making a $9.3 million payment. These are these derivatives. It could be any of these derivatives that blow up and cause this thing to go south. God bless everybody.